Yeah, we're good. You found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the Bulls' loss to the Lakers, yet again not responding well to a team that has a target on the Bulls' back. We're also going to talk about the struggle of both Pats on the team, not this Pat on the panel here. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls. Remember the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host, creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Ah, Pat, we're here talking about yet another L. Yeah, oh, that's how you dropping it off on me? I'm dropping it just like that. <laughs> uh, another L. Um, yeah, dog, I, I, I don't know. Right, like it, it. It seemed like the Bulls. Here's here's what I'll say about this game, and and mm-hmm. I don't like to do this. Normally, I like to let you know if I say something, I like to let it play out. I want to apologize to the locked on audience for something that we said earlier on this episode. Oh. Because Chicago Bulls have proved to us that there is probably zero possibility that they can realistically win two to three games. <laughs> I if love they were how to get into a playoff series. 12 hours. It changed in 12 hours. It, well, and here's the reason that I'll say that. I thought that, you know, there's, there's a, there was a leeway for the Philly game for me, right? Two back-to-backs, or you played a back-to-back, two doubleheaders. There was a lot that went into that. This Lakers game to me, not only did your starting point guard call LeBron James too small, not only did your uh, uh, um, your team come out and embarrass, right, LeBron James essentially, right, not, not only did a lot of things go down that it, the coaching staff of the Lakers, AD, they didn't get AD the ball, right, so you knew these things were coming. And yet the Chicago Bulls were still unprepared. It's something to win a basketball game over a big team. But the teams that win in the playoffs multiple times are the teams that go out there and get a win. And then off of that win, they know how to build another win. The goal is to win four times. And I I don't see the Chicago Bulls being able to bounce back off a win. And this is as close as it's going to get to the playoffs, guys. Right? Like We just played the Lakers three days ago. Right when we played Philly, we played Philly three days ago. Like, so you 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 have to see kind of how this team is going to bounce back if they're going to really be able to come in and and win multiple playoff games. I I just don't see it because whenever the Chicago Bulls need to actually have that bounce back game, like there's no way you didn't think LeBron James is going to try and go off and prove I'm not too small. We're going to try and get everybody else involved and we're going to try to get AD the ball as much as possible. We talked about that. All. You are locked on Bulls. Whoa, and the Bulls still looked unprepared for it. Yeah, I, the 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 ma- the fact that the Bulls looked so like everybody in the world. Same thing that we said. To, just copy and paste what I said after the Philly game. Bring it back here. The fact that it seemed like the Chicago Bulls were the only ones that did not understand how the Lakers were going to come out in this game 
is so concerning because the whole basketball world knew LeBron James was about to try to come for your neck. And because right. of that, the the Lakers as a team were also going to match that energy. When you see Austin Reeves doing the too small on Pat Bev, you earn that. As much as I love the edge and everything that Pat Bev has brought to this team this season, I love it. Do not yeah. get me wrong. I absolutely love it. But when that's your guy, when he when he talks as much as he does, you have to realize and come to the and come to the conclusion that guess what? That's going to the, then put a target on your back. And you have to come out and understand that and respond with similar energy. The Chicago Bulls did not do that. The Chicago Bulls almost looked like a team that they did not understand what game they were walking into. And the fact that it keeps happening on the Bulls' home court, no less, is concerning. And when you talk about the ability to win a playoff series, when you talk about the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the the chance of them you know, punching above their weight, it all don't like all that goes away, bro. All of it goes away because you can't simply match energy that you should have known was coming into this game. Hey, and energy you put into this game. It was your energy that brought on what we saw in this game. It yeah. was the Chicago Bulls energy that brought on how this Lakers team wanted to come out and play. The Lakers didn't say too small. Yeah. And I'm here's the thing. I'm here for it. I'm okay with it. I want to see my team have that level of competition, right? I thought Kobe White trying to fight through on Anthony Davis. Listen, I will say this. If if, if Kobe White hit Anthony Davis in, in, in the junk on that one, blessings, brother. You're doing great things out here. Because uh, <laughs> I look like mid-thigh to me. That's all I'm going to say. I look like mid-thigh. I don't know if I can get away with that joke on here. But if, if Anthony Davis got took out on that one, shout out to Anthony Davis. I, I, I don't know, man. And, and I don't I don't want to be a flip-flop host. I, I don't want to be a flip-flop Bulls fan, right? I still think the Bulls will make the play, and I still think that the Bulls yeah. will be able to go out there and, and fight their way through the play-in. But the, the, the reality is your team can't match the energy that it brings on a night-in, night-out basis versus teams that it just beat. Did D'Angelo Russell really make that much of a difference tonight? Bro, if that's the case, then we need to make sure that we bring him in here to replace Lonzo Ball. That's all I'm saying, because like I'm not seeing it like it, it, it's really just an energy thing. And the, and the fact that, you know, as much they are showing more heart, I don't want to backtrack on what I've given the Bulls props for. They are playing with more heart. They are typically playing with a better defensive energy. They are typically doing those things. But the fact of the matter is, is that when you play the same team and that team now has their sights set on beating you, they don't care about anything. They want to beat you because you beat them or embarrass them or whatever, show them up, whatever it is. You ain't got Tony Brothers. We ain't putting yeah. Tony Brothers up on the thing today. He was not the fault for this. You gotta also, match that intensity. We ain't got that. We ain't, we ain't got that picture up in here. I mean, we don't get. Oh, bro, come on! You don't act like you don't know. Man. I, get that, <laughs> I get that picture up in here in, in less than two seconds. But uh, <laughs> we probably could have got Tony Brothers on this mug if we really yeah, wanted. To. If we really but, wanted to, we could have Tony Brothers on this mug. I, 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 I don't know. I I just there the the team is what it is, right? Mm. And this is how we felt about. We've said this multiple times this season when the Bulls went out there and they won. 40 plus games the year before I think they won 46 games. Then the next year they won 32. This is how it felt. A team that you can't, you can't sit there and say, I know what you're going to give me on a night in a night out basis. Again, Zach Levine uh, has been bawling out of his mind this entire time. All of a sudden tonight he can't, he can't play. 
And not even that he didn't shoot the ball well, just there weren't a lot of opportunities for him to take shots. There weren't a lot of open looks for him. LeBron James said, I'm going to shut you down. The other guys can't get it going right. We're going to talk about the Battle of the Pats in this mug and how terrible uh, both both sides were on that. But the realistic thing is, right, again, we're talking about the other guys. Again, Vooch went off for 17 points in a quarter. Yeah. And the rest of the team scored five. DJJ yep. got a three. Kobe White got a layup. That's your problems. <laughs> that's that's where that's where you're gonna have problems. No matter who you play, no matter what team you're looking at, no matter who's on the other side of you, you're gonna have problems. You know, we said something one time about praying for this team, and you had the poignant response. It's the amazing response of God ain't listening. God ain't listening. God ain't it, like listening. It's, it's, it's not for the Chicago. When it comes to the Chicago Pools, God ain't listening. He he don't want to hear it. And so you 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 need to own your own desk. You got six games left this season. Six games left, and luckily you don't play none of the same team. So there you go. We ain't got to worry about no more revenge games. <laughs> but the Bulls need to figure this out. Um, and you know all the hope that we have. I still think, like you said, still making the play in. I think there's enough separation there. If the Bulls, listen, let's not look outside the Bulls. The Bulls did somehow find a way to only win seven games in 32 to end the season. But uh, you know, I, I, I definitely think that this team is still going to make the playoff play in, and uh, we'll see what that means in the long run for it. But uh. Man, I tell you what, we got to have better performances like this when we got targets. And we need to be coached better as well. That We didn't adjust well to the double team. And Darvin Ham, are you, are you, are, do you give Darvin Ham being a better coach than Billy Donovan? No. Exactly. Darvin Ham's a terrible coach. Exactly. I, I, don't, I, I don't know what Darvin Ham is. Darvin Ham's a first-time head coach. He's not a terrible coach. He's a first-time head coach. He makes a lot of first-time head coach mistakes. Uh, like giving AD the ball uh, eight times in a game. But what I will say about Darvin Ham is that uh, he learns from his mistakes because AD had nine shots in the first quarter. There you go. There, there you go with that one. Um, but all right, moving off of that, Pat. Next up, we're going to be talking about the struggle of Pat. And one of the Pats, Pat Bev, that got us in this situation, did not perform up into even his standards today. But before we talk, talk about that, we got to talk about one of our sponsors, Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. The coolest game that you ever played on mobile, I guarantee it. If you've always thought about becoming an NBA GM, this is just the, the, the game for you. The game allows you to manage every strategic aspect of your franchise, playing through seasons and leading your franchise and fans to glory as you build a historic dynasty. In this simulation, you are responsible for dealing in cha- uh, with challenging personalities from players and coaches, hiring the right coaches and assistants, trading and training players, and making draft picks. Navigate your franchise through free agency and the draft and all the up and downs of multiple seasons. All this in a challenging yet realistic game world, Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free and playable offline, play on the go, and as you want, and when you want to. Locked On Bulls listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure you check to check it out. To download the game, just visit probasketballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up on the app store of your choice. That's probasketballgm.com, Ultimate Basketball GM. Start your dynasty today. Didn't come in as aggressive as what it came in on the earlier show. That, yeah, that, uh, it came in a little light. You never know with it. You, it's very it comes fickle. out like very, the Lakers. Th- sometimes it comes out like the Bulls. <laughs> well, damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
So I want to talk about Pat Bev first here. And I don't want to take away from what Pat Bev's meant to this team. He's still the Mr. Miyagi of the team. He's brought energy. He's brought leadership. He's brought all of that. But one thing he did bring as well is talking crap to other teams. You brought, you brought, I cleaned it up. You brought, you brought in the too small gesture and then you came out and you yourself played too damn small in this game today. Like, I know he did some things defensively. I know he got some stats and rebounds and things like that. But at the end of the day, you put this target on your team's back. You knew that you had to come into this franchise and give us something because we had no leadership. We had no direction. We didn't have a verbal, a verbal leader. We didn't have communication on the defensive side outside of Alice Caruso. You can't Came in and you brought all of that. But then in a, in, a, in a time where you put a target on your teammates back, I feel like Pat Bev came up one of the smallest he has all season for the Chicago Bulls, all season, since the All-Star break for the Chicago Bulls. Pat, what say you? I, yeah, I mean, listen, there's there's no question to me that, that Pat Bev in this game, I, I felt like there was, a, there was more of a I've got to prove myself right than there was a uh, being a leader in these moments, right? There wasn't a lot of finding guys in the right position in this game. There wasn't a lot of finding guys making the right play in this game. Now, granted, there weren't a lot of guys making the right play or in the right position in this game. But again, that's the point guard's job to me, right? Like that's the point guard's role in this offense. I I, I need to see you being able to go out there and, and make plays on a consistent basis, at least setting guys up to make plays. And I thought the Lakers defense meant a lot in that. Again, the Lakers have had, I believe, the best defense since the All-Star break. You got to give credit to the Lakers defense as well. But that's that's a part of your job to figure it out. And and it can't just be, you know, I'm going to jack up open threes in the corner because you you know you're not the best option on that shot. I love when he's shooting the threes. I love when he's knocking it down. I love that he's able to knock it down at a higher clip since he's been on the Bulls. But when that shot's not falling, right, I, I, it got to a point where the Lakers were like, please take it, right, and you're forcing it. Again, that that's that's not a, a, a role for success. Now, I will say this, right, the entire game was not bad. Mm. The Bulls fought back in this game and took a lead twice, I believe. Yeah. So – you also have to give praise on that part, right? The defensive side on that part. Uh, 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 I thought the Bulls played well in spurts, but just right. Like I, I didn't feel like there was a, Hey, we have to keep this going. We have to keep this momentum on our side. We have to keep this run going on our side. The second LeBron checked back in, there was a clear effort to get him uh, the, 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 uh, get the ball and a mismatch on him. And Pat Bev was that mismatch a lot of times. That also goes to Billy Donovan with how he was matching up stuff. I mean, there, there was a lot of, to me, there was a lot of coaching mistakes in this game. Uh, a lot of coaching mistakes in this game, but I, I just didn't think that Pat Bev gave the effort that I was expecting off of a game where you knew you put a target on, on your team's back. And that's really just what it boils down to. Like, I, I, I wish he would have stood up and, and just played a little bit better. But, hey, I mean, and shout out to, did you notice how in that first half, I, don't, I can't remember if it, much in the second half, that LeBron was guarding Pat Bev on possessions? Yeah, I and did. it's like, you, you, you got to understand, at that point, it's like, all right, you can only have so much of an impact. I, I mean, listen, he did the same thing with Zach Levine, right? He did the same thing with DeMar DeRozan at times. Like, he he really, LeBron really took this game on his back and said, okay, guess what? I'm back, and we're going to be the defensive team. We need to be here. Um, I, I just, I, I think when you, when you look at what the Pats did tonight, right? Like, again, we're talking about the others. When we talk about that West Coast trip, the Chicago Bulls bench was extremely efficient. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were able to knock down shots. They were able to get to the bucket. They were able to move the ball 
very flawlessly, right? We didn't see that in this game with P. Will going back to that bench, right? I don't know if that's an issue on Billy Donovan, but it is. I just feel like, right, like the lineup shakeup tonight was very random to me, and I I feel like it didn't help the Bulls, and it and it affected how the Bulls ran their offense most of the most of the night. It, it definitely did. It, it definitely affected how the Bulls ran ran that offense. And here, here's the thing. Um, like I said, I, I, it's not all on Billy Donovan. I don't want to make it about that. But the struggle, like Pat, Patrick Williams, he showed a little bit of us last last night in uh, the last game in a loss, of course. When you look at, at Patrick Williams and you look at like how he just is very up and down, things like that, what what do you think it's going to help him get be more consistent next season? Is it just mentality that we're talking about with P. Will? Is it more than that at this point? Where do, where do you see with P. Will? I, I just want to know what is he consistently good at? You know what I mean? Like, I, I want him, like, whatever you're consistently good at, do that. Is it defense? Because I, I want to say it's defense, but guess what? If you're going to hang your hat on defense, when LeBron shows up to sit across from you, you got to affect LeBron's game. When Kawhi shows up and stands across from you, you got to affect Kawhi Leonard's game. I, I, I don't feel like P. Will does that on the defensive end. Is it offense? I see P. Will be aggressive on the offensive end sometimes, and he looks like a godsend. And then other times, right, I see him shooting the shot. And not to say that he's not being a, a effective, but or not getting open looks, I should say, but they're just not going in on a consistent basis. Like tonight, P. Will took seven shots. That's normal for the type of production we're going to see from P. Will. He only made one, though. So it's 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 one of those things where it's like I I love the idea of what he can become, but what is he realistically good at? That's how he improves next season. Whatever you're good at, just do that. Just find a way to impact the game. That's what it is. Find a way he to needs impact to impact the, game. impact the game every single game. He will needs to be able to impact the game every single game, and until he gets to that point. We're always going to have this up and down from P. Will. We're always going to have this, hey, he showed some flashes. P. Will looking good. P. Will could do this. Oh, did you see what P. Will did defensively? Did you see that dunk? Did you see that putback? But until P. Will gets it in his head, that and then even if the thing that you want to hang your hat on is energy, we've seen guys get by on nothing less than energy and make find a way to make that a career. Javante Green is doing that now. If it's energy and defense that you're going to give, give that consistently. We yep. don't get that consistently from P. Will, but I tell you what, who is giving us something consistent that we can hang our hat on, and that's not to compare the players, but Kobe White has found a way to do that. Kobe White has found a way, if his shot is not falling, to always impact the game in a positive way. I need to see P. Will want to do that. That's what I need yep. to see from P. Will. I, 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 I don't disagree with you. I, I don't disagree with you in the slightest. I feel like P. Will does have a um, – he's got a skill set that works. He's got a skill set that you want to see continue to develop. But I, I, I told y'all at the beginning of the season, right? This is a put up or shut up season for P. Will. And it's been very quiet. It, it, it's been, I get it. It's year three. AK is going to keep him. All of those things don't actually matter to what we're actually seeing on the court. He'll be here. Mm-hmm. Right. But what, do you, what is he going to be? Is he going to be the fourth pick in the draft? Or is he just going to be a dude that plays basketball? Because right now, he just, like just look like a tall dude to play basketball. Damn, and don't even affect things on the tall end. I mean, good lord! Like one rebound in this game, the Bulls got off. Bulls got outboarded, uh, 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 forty-five to thirty-two in this game. Thirteen to six on the offensive glass. 
Muggs wanted to complain about free throws on Twitter. I saw that. It was how the older Bulls weren't getting the same foul calls. Uh, you, you, you're right. You want to know what the Bulls also could have done to like slow down the bleeding a little bit? Uh, grab a long rebound. And I watched many of them fall right in front of P. Will's face. <laughs> I saw a lot of people sitting there talking about, oh, Andre Drummond would have really made a difference in this game. No, grabbing a basketball would have made a difference in this game. What Tori and Prince say? When you, when you, the, when the ball come off the rim and you grab the ball, it's a rebound. If you get more of those than them, it helps. You know what? P. Will at this point is Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> you know, like every every 15 episodes, Eeyore would either say something very poignant or have a moment and you're like, hey, I almost forgot you were a character on this show. <laughs> That's what P. Will's becoming. But go ahead, bro. It's time for your average. That's <laughs> just the random rose now. Like, it's not even, it's not even consistent on this show. Like, P. Will, he almost made it through. It's just like, P. Will's kind of like Eeyore. Just like, I don't know. <laughs> hey, man, listen. If you want to uh, get away from Eeyore and watch maybe some more exciting basketball, uh, watch what's going on with the NCAA tournament. Man, the tournament is heating up, and there's no better place to get in on in the action than FanDuel.com. It's America's number one sports book. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving away new customers a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. You got to do that like uh, radio voice on that one. That's up. Or no, what is that? That's Price is Right right there. That's, uh, that's Price is Right. That's <laughs> up to $1,000 back in <laughs> bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, go to FanDuel.com forward slash locked on. I got to make something exciting tonight and sign up today for your claim for your no sweat first bet. Uh, you can wager on everything from the money line point spread, which team will be cutting down the net. Hayes said it does not matter. Who cares? All on an app that is safe and secure. It's super easy to use. So don't miss out on your no sweat first bet up to $1,000. When you join FanDuel today, just go to FanDuel.com forward slash locked on to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Eeyore. Uh, that's, that's, that, that's, I can't believe I said that. Uh, but it so, was pretty good. It hey, was pretty listen, good. I'm listen, not going to lie. Uh, listen, so um, you said something prior to starting the stream, and it, we made it a whole entire topic. Um, there, One time, Jay-Z had this song. It was called Death of Autotune. I you feel like that's what you... You right. I'm glad we're on the same page. I feel like that's what you're about to go into. Go ahead, Pat. Take it away. Nah, hold on. Nah, hold on. Nah, let, me, nah. let me put you on the screen. It's nah, all you, nah, brother. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Hey, 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 <laughs> goodbye. It is time for the death of small ball. Oh, my God. How hard is it to figure out that tall dudes matter in a sport where the bucket that you have to put the ball into is 10 feet up? How hard is it to figure out that, hey, if they have taller dudes on that side than I have on this side? they're probably going to grab more balls than I am. Pause. How hard is it Definitely to figure pause, out? <laughs> How hard is it to figure out that, hey, maybe going into this game, they've got Jared Vanderbilt, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis playing the center position. Maybe I shouldn't play a small forward slash shooting guard 
Like it, it's it's mind-boggling to me at this point that we're really having a debate on tall people in basketball. Small ball does you know when small balls work? Let's let's have a real conversation. Small ball working to win championships. You know what when small balls worked? What team? What team? The Golden State Warriors. You want to know why it works on them? Because they have the freaking greatest shooter in NBA history. He can pull the ball from Golden State and it will catch a plane, take a bus, and go into a bucket in Madison Square Garden. Why are we really sitting here trying to convince ourselves that a team of guards is really going to dominate. The Milwaukee Bucks won a championship. They, they a big team? Yes. When the Dallas Mavericks won a championship, were they a big team? Big-ish. Tyson Chandler, Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, I mean, there were some small guys on that team as well. Yeah. But, you know, you had your big guys, right? When the Lakers won, were they a big team? They had like 17 centers on that team. <laughs> like, like, you, Dw- you, Dwight Howard has a championship, bro. Like, like this is... <laughs> But you mentioned the Golden State Warriors, and I think that it, what's different in the Golden State Warriors is that when they went small, when they went with their death lineup, as they called it, guess what, though? They were all they were they they all could shoot. Not only did they have the best shooter in NBA history, they also had another great one who's going down in history and Clay Thompson. But you also had people that were knocking down shots and go and fighting, going after rebounds. Billy Donovan really thinks he has a team that he does not have. And it's just like, do you know the personnel that you have on this team? I told you. Like, just wait. Kevin Hart will be the starting center of the Chicago Bulls at some point. And Billy yeah, Donovan's going to run out that lineup. That's, that's basically what we saw. I lost it when they said, man, <laughs> he said Caruso's not. I, I lost it when he said, man, Caruso's not working. Let's throw Javante Green on Brian. What, the, what, what, what? what? What's your game plan here? The 6'4 dude that's out here throwing. Never mind. Uh, the 6'4 dude that's out here. Uh, uh, um, in a, in a, in a, I can't even come up with a joke that's not gonna get me in trouble. Yeah. I'm not even gonna this, deal with you, it. You just gotta know when to back. I, I've had to learn. You gotta dude? know when just to back out of a joke, bro. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 I was trying to think of one that literally wasn't gonna get me in trouble on that one. Nope, it don't exist. The, the, the six four guy. That's that's what we sitting here really throwing at LeBron James, right? Like, yeah. Like, are you are you kidding me? It, it, it's it's mind-boggling me. This shouldn't be hard. This is on AK, too. This is on LeBron, or I'm sorry, on Billy Donovan for putting out a roster out there. But guess what? I wouldn't want to see Tony Bradley out there. I wouldn't want to see Marco Simonovich out there. I wouldn't want to see, I, like, I, I need some centers. I need some big dudes. I need some power forwards. Here's our team. Legit. This is how many guards. Zach Levine, DeMar DeRosa, Alice Caruso, Patrick Beverly, Kobe White, Ayo Sumo, DJ, uh, DJJ, kind of a small forward, Javante Green. Uh, uh, I throw Carlick Jones in there just because he was called up today. We had eight guards on the roster tonight. There's only 15 spots. <laughs> There's only 15 spots on the team. And Billy uh. Donovan only plays eight people. <laughs> There's 18 guards on this team right now. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny, bro. And I, I only reason I don't throw DJJ in there is because he's six six, but we kind of think he's a power forward. <laughs> like what? What are we really doing? Small ball should die. 
All that to say, Pat is just telling y'all that size does matter, is what he's saying. Absolutely, bro. Forget all that motion in the ocean stuff out here. <laughs> Shout out to AD again, man. If Kobe, Kobe White got you, man. You're killing the game, brother. Hey, listen. Hey, look. You know what? All I'm going to say is this, right? All I'm going to say is this. I... When you got it, you got it. You know, hey, shout out, hey, man, man give salutes out here. Yeah, you know I mean, Kobe White they didn't hit that man in the knee and he went down like he got shot. <laughs> I mean, like, if, you, if you're going to go down, hey, shout out to Dickie Simpkins out here, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> shout out to Pat for navigating that whole segment because I, I knew when I had to check out because there were so many opportunities for jokes that I saw in that. And I had to step down because I don't want Nick calling me like, hey, man, we got to we got to talk to you about your spot on Locked on Bulls. Um, hey, bro, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man, bro. I got nothing left, bro. This loss sucks, bro. It, it does suck, bro. It does suck. And I mean, honestly, that's that's unfortunately, that's what it comes down to, man. Like, I'm glad that we can sit here and we can laugh about. Uh, <laughs> everything that we've laughed about in this podcast, I love. I love that. I love that some of the people got my Javante joke, and I ain't even make the Javante joke. So shout out to the chat for that. I'm glad that we're here. Uh, follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Uh, appreciate y'all for showing love, and uh, I, I guess uh, no. Make sure y'all leave your five star reviews on this one, man. We're trying to get as many as we can. Best Bulls podcast in the world. Absolutely. Uh, thank, uh, you can follow me at CEO Hayes, CEO H-A-I-Z-E. And thank you for making Locked On Bulls your first listen today. Now for your second listen, go check out Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls. We crazy, and we out, y'all. Size does matter. Size does matter. And Eeyore in the same episode.